Heavenly Father, please bless this journey we are about to go on and the people we will meet along the way. I am your flight attendant, Daisha, and I've been on this journey for 36 years from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania to Okinawa, Japan, Temple University, Temple May, Philly Made, to Tochigi, Japan, and Tokyo, Japan, where I spent most of my adulthood and career in communication, teaching, media production, DJing, entertainment nightlife, brand consulting. You'll hear me reference this often in my content. And I've been back in America about three years and the transition was not easy. Now I'm starting a new journey and want people who love traveling or those that are nervous or apprehensive about traveling to explore the idea of traveling grace and mercy as seen through cultures, beliefs, myself, and people I'm meeting along my life journey. Like the one I'm with now, literally in the car, driving from Northampton, England, to London. Also with one of your fave previous guests, Philly Moe, is also with us here. But we are here with one of our wonderful Japan family. Please introduce yourself. Good morning. Well, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name's Leone. <laughs> I am from England. Um, I am 35. Hey, just had a birthday. Happy birthday. That is why we are here to celebrate you. Yep, they came all the way from America to England for a weekend for my birthday. I felt the love. I truly felt the love. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. We love you so much. Do you hear the properness? Oh, I'm going to love <laughs> listening to this over and over. It's oh, lovely. Lovely. <laughs> she taught us how to make proper tea. Proper tea. Where and how did we meet? Now, I can't remember. Uh, I think it was in Bay Hall in Yokohama. So it's a club and there's another friend that we have a mutual friend called Monique and it was her birthday I think November end of November and we all went to Bay Hall and yeah I kept hearing your name yeah pretty certain and I think he came with another uh, half Japanese lady half Japanese half American lady uh, who I will not mention because she hasn't oh. given me clearance <laughs> <laughs> you are so funny <laughs> it's like yes I know who that is Bay Hall Bay Hall was infamous for military parties and like Japanese women that like military so it was like a certain crowd that was there but they always had good DJs so we would oh. we would love going out there <laughs> they were hoes <laughs> hoes you hear hoes H-E-A-U-X H-E-A-U-X were there <laughs> good times good times when did you first arrive in Japan? I arrived in Japan August 2009. And you stayed for how many years? Um, technically six and a half, but when I left, I was on a floating Japan instead of the mainland of Japan, which I will elaborate upon later. Well, in your travels, has anyone ever wished you safe travels, or have you heard the phrase traveling grace and mercy? Is that something that is said in England? Yes, so I used to go to church a lot, so whenever I'd go anywhere, my friends would always say, safe journeys, journey mercies. Um, I had a very religious friend, have, I still have, in Japan, so she would always say it to me. Uh, but even more so, before that, I was dating this guy that I went to church with, and he would pray every single time we got in the car. Every you know time. like how you have that prayer that you pray before your meal yeah like the lord thank you for this food that we were about to receive mm -hmm. he had a not 
he had his own little like mantra that he would say so it would be make sure that there's no accidents or injuries please keep us safe in the palm of your hand as we reach our destination I rebuke and I refuse any accident any injuries or any some other stuff um yeah so I always felt safe I think I like that I might have to adapt that prayer every time and then even when we'd leave the car he'd pray over the car to make sure the car was safe that nothing would happen to the car so I actually got into that habit from him well that's beautiful um to pray over the car I need that and officially you guys say journey mercies yes Hashtag journey mercy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start adding that. I like that. Learn new things. It's not just about. It's about safety, but it's mm-hmm. about. Uh, it's just about the journey in itself. I think it's not necessarily just getting from A to B. Right. It's the whole. It's the whole trip in my head. Exactly. So it's not. Yeah. So the whole time that I'm away, I ask for that that grace, that mercy for my entire journey. See, that's nice. That's one of the taglines I say for Traveling Grace and Mercy. It's like the journey is the destination. It's not necessarily when you're getting to that to yeah. that place. Yeah. Where all have you been? Um, I have to keep counting because people keep asking me. I've only been to 41 countries. Only 41? <laughs> I don't know. Is that a lot? It's like 100 and something in the world. So I feel like 41 is just like a third. We'll rattle off a few. Uh, I'll tell you some interesting... I don't know. I've been to Indonesia. I've been to Australia. I've been to Curaçao. I've been to Ghana. been to Morocco. been around Europe. I've been to the States. been to Canada. been to Venezuela. Guatemala. Hawaii. That's the States, I guess. Um, Hong Kong. South Korea. Thailand. Vietnam. Cambodia. A fair few places. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, that is amazing. I can't wait to hear more about some of the stories and encounters that you've had in these places. But before you travel, do you have any rituals or traditions that you do, um, other than you told us about praying over the car, when you're going to travel to another country or on a flight, what traditions do you have? Um, I always do my research. So I always try and find out how the weather's going to be, of course. It's a given just to know what to pack, but it's best not to assume whether it's going to be a rainy season or something. Uh, always look at things to do, where to stay. Um, if there's any particular dress codes, especially when I went to, say, Dubai or um, even Morocco, I just felt I needed to check what I should wear because I know that they're predominantly Muslim countries. And um, I don't know. Before I used to pack quite early, but as I, I travel so much, I can't be bothered. It takes too much time. So <laughs> my packing tends to consist of me emptying out everything summerish from my wardrobe and then putting it all back, minus the things I'm going to keep. So it's kind of a a pack by by what's the word? I can't remember the word, but like you kind of elimination, that's it. Mm-hmm. I, I have elimination packing, everything's in my suitcase, and then slowly I pull things out. That might be a good technique for people to try, is really elimination packing. Yeah. I never thought about it like that, yeah. but yeah, just take out what you don't need. And yeah. Are you somebody who keeps a bag packed with certain essentials? Like it's separate from the things that you use every day at your house. Do you have a bag that is ready to go? No, not clothes-wise. I would no. I've not been in that situation. Well, I have, 
but I didn't learn. <laughs> but um, I'd have toiletries and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've just got my travel toiletry bag, so it's always just a case of clothes and underwear, really. But also I put things... Because the way I eliminate will be I'll put everything in groups. So I've got tops, then I have bottoms, then I have dresses. Oh. And then I'll lay them all out as well. And I'll be like, okay, I'll pick a top, then I'll pick a pair of jeans or whatever that goes with it. And I'll be like, okay, that's day one. That dress is day two. This is day three. That's day four kind of thing. Oh, nice. You're very organized. That sounds like something that I need to try doing. Yeah. I like being able to see my outfits in advance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's helpful because then that kind of stops you from bringing too many clothes. So if you know that you're bringing outfits, and then especially outfits that can, like, maybe have the same bottoms, the same pair of jeans Mm -hmm. twice or something, or say if you're just, like, you're traveling clothes, like, I'm going to fly in this, and then I've got one, like, good going out thing or two going out dresses loads of underwear i count out my underwear for the days oh and then i add about four more pairs just you know to get hot mm-hmm. you take showers <laughs> throughout the day so yeah. you know you have to have the extra panties well you've been to so many 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 countries give us a story where it was Maybe an unpleasant travel experience or something that you've had in the destination or getting to it? Um, one time, actually, coming back from Tokyo, going home for Christmas in London, there was a really bad snowstorm in the UK. So my original flight got cancelled and I just got a text from that travel agent to say, your flight's been cancelled but still go to the airport. I'm like, well, what's the point? So I went to the airport and we were we were put on a um, Japan Airlines flight. I was supposed to fly with British Airways, but the original plane couldn't take off. It couldn't leave London to get to Japan to pick us up. So waiting, 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 get on this Japan Airlines flight. There's delays, waiting some more. Get on the flight, flight takes off. And then four hours into the flight over Russia, we have an announcement. Oh, uh, Heathrow Airport is no longer taking any passenger planes. We have to go back to Tokyo. So, yeah, after four hours in the air, we had to turn around, (laughs) fly back another four hours, and end up exactly where I was 12 hours ago after eight hours of flying. Wow. I've definitely heard of diverting, but I guess you can't do that internationally. Because you would have to be cleared. So you had to turn all the way around thinking you had enough fuel to get back. Yep. Just to go back to the country you came from. Because, of course, you can't just land wherever you want. No. Yep. So we got back. Everyone's tired. They put us up in a hotel. And they said, go back to the airport in the morning. Go to British Airways. Like, my original flight holder. Well, who I originally booked with. And they'll deal with you. So I go there now, and I get to British Airways, and their second flight to London, they fly like daily, I guess, that had been cancelled. So they said all of those who were on the originally cancelled flight yesterday, come back after 12 and we'll deal with you. We're dealing with today's cancelled flight passengers first. So they give us like this voucher thing. I'm like, hold on a second. In order for me to get to England, this plane has to leave Japan around 11 o'clock in the morning. Like all, all planes that go from Japan to England, they normally leave about 11 in the morning. 
So I'm like, if I come back at 12, there's not going to be any flights for me to catch. So then I have the sense to go to Japan Airlines, the flight that had to turn around. And I was like, I was on your flight that got turned around yesterday. Do you have another seat for me? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a seat for you. You're all booked on. So then finally I get on the plane. I feel sorry for the people who actually listened to British Airways and went back. But I get on the plane, flying, flying, flying. Still a blizzard. Still freezing. So it's just turbulence a lot of the way. And like we're coming into land and it's all snowy. You can see all the snow on the ground. And you know, like you feel the plane falling, 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 falling. I was like, okay. And then all of a sudden, choom, we take off again. So like we're like, like we're just taking off of a runway. Oh my god. So everyone's like, what the hell is going on? What's going on? And then we like tried to go into land again, the bumpiest, skiddiest, landingest thing I've ever had. <laughs> like to the point where I actually collapsed. I was like, thank you, pilot. Well done. Well Aww. done. You got us there. I think I started a, a silent round of a not silent a slow round of applause. You know those slow claps. Yes. <laughs> slow clap for the pilots in the front. Yeah, so we're taxiing now, and the man was like, "Sorry about that earlier. We were trying to land on a runway where another plane was taking off." Mm. I'm like, "Wait, hold on a second. So we could have fully crashed mid-air with another plane." Yep. But grace and mercy, journey mercy, journey mercy, journey mercy, journey mercy. Journey mercy. So, yeah. <laughs> Every time I get on a plane, I pray, Lord, thank you for this opportunity to let me travel again. I pray that we get home safely. I pray that everyone on this plane will reach their final destination, not just to the country, but once they get off the plane. I know that you hold this plane in your righteous right hand. And I know that we will fly like eagles. So I always, always pray just as we're taking off. Not oh, just for me. It's beautiful yeah. for everybody. Everybody has to get home safe. I would not want to think that the plane landed safely, then they had a car crash. No. Right. I might as well cover everybody. Cover, everybody. cover this plane with the blood of Jesus, Lord. <laughs> you will lift us up. You will keep us up. Well, I need to. Amen. Everybody, everybody needs that. Mm-hmm. And again, it could be frustrating when you have problems like that where, oh, my flight's canceled, whatever. But you just want to really just have a safe journey. And if turning around and having to stay an extra night is a part of it, then at least, you know, you got back safely. And you're like, look, nothing happened. Thank you, pilots, for all that y'all do to not crash. Because takeoff and landing are the two most dangerous segments of flight. And, whoo, amen to that. We're going to add your prayer into our prayer list. Yep, yep. Now, what have been um, some memorable life-changing travel moments for you throughout your life? And it could have been before you ever, you know, first taken a flight. Like, what what has changed your life as far as travel? Uh, the biggest one has to be the peace boat. So, when I... This was, like, my decider to leave Japan. I wanted to go out big. So, I got this... <laughs> I got this job on the peace boat. For those who don't know, it's a... It's like a, char- it's a charity kind of organization where like they try it's a boat it travels around the world you want it for three months and they try and do like different things within different communities or they check out different community projects so I got a job as a teacher on the boat Um, so I traveled yep on a ship for three months around the world uh, with a bunch of Japanese people most of the passengers were Japanese that's why I say I left Japan after six and a half months but 
I was still with Japanese people solidly for another three months after that. Um, so we went to, I think it was like 21 countries we went to in that trip. And the last segment of the trip, uh, we had some Venezuelan um, musicians on board. So it was like a youth orchestra that they tried to empower the Venezuelan youth through music. So they were all like 20-somethings. And just for a month, we just had a most amazing time. I think I fell in love, if I'm totally honest. <laughs> I fell in love with one of the Venezuelans. A couple of them, not even going to lie. And, yeah, I was learning Spanish, so we were communicating. They were, we were dancing, so they were teaching me salsa and merengue. And just got to meet people I'd never, ever meet before. And I potentially may never see them again, but I would never, ever forget them. Shout out to Jose. Shout out to Juan Pablo. Yeah. Juan Pablo was my boo on board. But it was just the most amazing thing. So we went to, like, Sri Lanka, then down to Malaysia. Oh, my God. So we sailed through the... We went from Sri Lanka through to um, I can't remember where we went after that but it was like 10 days in the Indian Ocean and it's actually a pirate zone what they call it yeah so lots of ships get hijacked in that area so we would have the lights off on the ship so normally obviously the ship's all lit up so just so we don't grab attention all the lights were turned off so everyone was outside on the deck the sky was so clear I've never never in my life seen so many stars never Millions. When I say I saw millions of stars, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I managed to see like two shooting stars flying through the sky as well. And it's just like, I just kept saying, oh my God, there's so many stars, I can't believe it. And I was trying to get a picture, but my phone just couldn't do it justice. Nothing to capture it. Nothing, yeah. nothing. But I felt, I felt so amazing. I felt amazing for some reason, like I made the stars or something, I didn't. But it was just like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And we were like with a convoy of ships and the US military ship. Thank you, US military. They were our guide as well through the pirate zone to make sure that we didn't get hijacked or anything. So that was amazing. Then we went around Europe. I got to go to Russia. Russia's really nice, actually. Um, went to the Arctic Circle. So we were like... Um, kind of like driving into a big old iceberg so like we were surrounded by glaciers I went through the Norwegian fjords glaciers I love the pronunciation <laughs> okay glaciers yes went to Canada so Prince Edward Island and through the Caribbean and like central oh, it's just the most amazing thing I've ever done that is a be first off who gets to say that they were in a pirate zone, number one. Like, that story alone is crazy to me. You've never told us the story. Like, yeah, yeah, so we was on that ship in the pirate zone. We had to turn the lights off. We were escorted by military. And I seen every star that the Lord created. It was great. Yeah. Stories I for have, days. I have. I, I have. God is amazing. God is amazing. And just, you'd be on the ship and then, like, a whale would jump. You just say a whale. Just a whale. Yeah. Or I was on the back of the ship one day. Like, you can just sit at the back and watch the water behind you. There's, like, a family of dolphins. Mm -hmm. 
about 10 dolphins just started flipping out of the sea. It's like, oh my God. You see like, well, the smokers, because they had to smoke outside, they saw the most stuff. They see like water turtles and whales and dolphins all the time. But it's it's nuts. And you, you're, you're traveled by, you're, you're just in the middle of the ocean by all you can see. Left, right, front, back is water for days. And it's like, oh my God. See, some people need to get out of their comfort zone and try something like that, a peace boat. Three months of your life, just never, just would never consider that. Should go. It's really an experience in the stuff that you will see. Yes. Oh, I love that story so much. Thank you for sharing that. Now, even though you've been to all these places in 41 countries and on a boat, Mm -hmm. what is left? Where would you like to go in the future? I mean, really, what's left? I, I need, (laughs) I need to go to Brazil. Um, I'd love to go to Argentina, South America, basically, it's left. So I'd like to do a couple countries. I'd quite like to check out Colombia as well. And then we've got more parts of Africa. So I'd like to go to Kenya, Zanzibar, like my friend Monique has. Yes, Billy Moe. Yep, yep. Um, where else? I think I'm good with Asia, Asia now. I've done enough, I think, there. I need to see, do you know what? I need to see more of England. <laughs> more of the UK, I should say, and England, my own country. I need to be more proactive in exploring here. Uh, I'd like to, I've been to Scotland once, finally. I'd like to go to Wales. I want to go to Ireland as well. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm not done. I need to go to Egypt as well. Please note that I am saying need. These are necessities in my life. <laughs> need. Need must. Well, what advice would you give people who have not traveled as much as you? Maybe they want to, or some people who are scared about traveling or not sure of how to afford it. Like, what should they do? Um, just do your research. Pick a place you want to go. Figure out how to get there. How much it will cost. Do loads of research and don't let life drag you down. Like. We know life very, very well, but not a lot of us know about living. So sometimes you just got to make things happen. Got to make it happen. Research, research, research. Um, what would I say? I use Skyscanner a lot. I use Kayak. Kayak is very good for like comparing airlines and playing around with dates and stuff. Booking.com is my go-to for accommodation. Um, TripAdvisor, they're always going to give you the, um, oh god, sorry, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me, sorry, I'm driving. <laughs> um, sorry, I'll just give you a little flashy flash there, because I need to cross over again. Sorry, I'm driving and doing this. What was I saying? Booking.com <laughs> is good. Um, TripAdvisor, just because any question that you have, I promise you somebody's already asked it. So you should be able to get an answer somehow from there. Um, actually, let me just stay in this lane. What else would I say? Just don't be scared. Don't be scared. You will never regret it. Don't I don't think scared. you will. You'll never regret it. Like, you might have a crappy time, but <laughs> it might only last a day or so. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Let me leave you with that one there. Amen, amen. Now, before you go, we are in England. Last night you took us out. We went to a garage 
<laughs> garage music party. Garage. <laughs> garage. Now, when you travel, give us your recommendations for your must-listen-to travel tracks. Oh, now, I don't have a select option, but I would say Jill Scott would feature uh, massively there. Who else? Um, bit of Foreign Exchange. Ooh, I love a bit of foreign exchange. Like when I'm, yeah, when I'm feeling a bit summery, that makes me feel summery. I think because when I first listened to, um, can't remember, it's their third one, Authenticity. It was summertime in Japan, so that was like a very. It just brings me back to that kind of experience of something new. Uh, who else might I have? Um, maybe a bit of Leanne La Havas as well. Little British artist there for you. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they'll be they'll be there somewhere for sure. Well, thank you. I'm definitely putting together a playlist of our guests, our guest travelers here, so you can listen to all of their recommendations on your journeys. And thank you so much. One, thank you for having us. I'm so happy to be able to celebrate your birthday. And I'm still being friends after all these years in Japan. I'm so happy. My family now understands me a little bit more after having met you two. (laughs) They didn't believe you? They thought you made up this whole life overseas? I think so, yeah. I think I can see that too. Say again? We think differently about some things. Our sentiments, things. Yes, Philly mom, come through. <laughs> no, I, I, I really kind of got daddy with your mom. And she was like, oh, you can see what she was just like, oh, it's not just. Right. It's yeah. not just you. It's not just, you. It's not just my crazy daughter. Yeah. There's a bunch of y'all out here, crazy yeah. travelers. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Bunch of y'all out here. Yes, so, yes, thank you, my kin folk, my yes. kin women, my sisters from other misters. Absolutely. <laughs> How can people reach you if anybody has a question about your experiences on a peace boat, if you're willing to share any travel tips? What's the best way to get in touch with you? Um, Are you an Instagram DM or Instagram, I will reply to... I'm quite nice, so I reply to reasonable inquiries. Give us so, <laughs> reasonable inquiries. Uh, yes, that's Leo Gutsful on Insta. L-E-O-G-U-T-Z-F-U-L. Leo Gutsful, yes. Yeah, that's the best way. All right, well, y'all better reach out to her there. Make sure you follow Traveling Grace and Mercy on all social media at Travel Grace Mercy. And of course, you can find the interviews, how to contact the guests, any follow up information, clips, uh, pictures. I also get pictures from you too. I like to put up your quotes. Just, I mean, I, everyone's inspired, I think, by other people's travel stories. So I'm really excited to be able to get them. So thank you so much for this journey. And thank you for getting me to and from the airport safely. <laughs> Reporting live from London. The Queen is oh, yeah, going to be stamping my pass- passport. And I know how to make proper tea. Yes. I'm so excited. There is milk involved, but it's not called milk tea like no. Japan taught me. It's just called tea. It's just called tea. If you want black tea, you better ask for black tea. Yes. So I have proper tea, <laughs> which is a little bit of sugar, even though I want a lot. She would not allow me to pour sugar in the cup like Kool-Aid. No, it's not. It's just not a half a spoon. It's, it's not, not sugar tea. It's not that iced tea like you're trying to be Look, yeah, sweet tea. Get that diabetes. Diabetes, the sugars. The sugars. Well, thank you for listening. From our travels to yours, may your journey be blessed. Thank you very much. Journey Mercies. Journey Mercies. Amen.